And now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law hosts June Grasso and Greg Store discuss a judge's decision to strike down Texas's restrictive photo voter identification law. They speak with Nate Persilli, a professor at Stanford Law School. Nate, can you just give us the brief overview of what the original law required? Well, the original law was similar to many other states' voter ID laws, though it was particularly strict in that it required a government-issued photo ID in order to vote and had a particular sort of set of enumerated types of identification that a voter could bring. And so, Nate, why did the judge throw it out? Right now, the issue was whether the law was tainted by intentional discrimination and therefore violated both Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act and the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause and the 15th Amendment's prohibition on racial discrimination in voting. And what she basically said was that you cannot, even if you try to make this a little bit easier of a law to get people to vote, if it is was intentionally designed in order to disenfranchise African Americans and Latinos, it's still unconstitutional or illegal. So at earlier stages in the litigation, there was a finding that was upheld on appeal, although perhaps the Supreme Court can still address it. There was a finding that there was a discriminatory effect from the law. So this ruling from Judge Ramos was all about purpose, as you were saying. Why does this purpose finding matter if we already have the discriminatory effect finding? It's very rare that you get state laws these days that are struck down based on discriminatory purpose. And so this is a major finding that the court has made here. In her original ruling, the first time she had to deal with the voter ID law, she said that it was intentionally discriminatory. It had discriminatory results, which in and of itself would violate Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act. It violated the 15th Amendment. It was an unconstitutional poll tax. It's quite clear that this judge had real problems with this law. As the case has progressed, it looked like the real issue was whether you could justify the discriminatory effects of a law without trying to get into the heads of the people who passed the law to see whether they were directly targeting minorities for disenfranchisement. What she is saying is that, look, even if you have tried to ameliorate the discriminatory effects, sort of made it a little bit less likely that blacks and Latinos are going to be disenfranchised, nevertheless, you intended to do so. And this law still is tainted by that discriminatory intent and violates Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act and maybe the Constitution. That's Nate Persilli, professor at Stanford Law School, speaking with Bloomberg Law host Drew Grasso and Greg Store. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, antitrust reviews of the AT&T Time Warner deal are moving into their last stages. The U.S. Justice Department is likely to be satisfied with restrictions on AT&T's behavior. In Brazil, authorities may require the company to sell its Sky Brazil unit. The acquisition is valued at more than $85 billion. In South Korea, Samsung's billionaire vice chairman, J.Y. Lee, has appealed his five-year prison term for bribery. Lee was convicted of bribing his way to greater control of the business empire his family founded. His trial was part of a bigger corruption scandal that brought down South Korea's president. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.